Yeah, okay. Alright. Go on, introduce it. I'll do the last one. Have you started recording already? Yeah. Ah, oh, okay. Alright, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Teacher Yarns, episode 70, Bearai. Oh. 70, how do you feel about that? So I feel 75 is, a, is a, like a milestone episode. Oh, you're okay. What are we going to do for 75 then? I don't know. Same as we did for 50. Um, just nothing. Yeah. Uh, a few people have been asking if we're going to do a live one. I think maybe next year we should do a live one on the Sunshine Coast. I come up and do a live one and we do it at Soul Bar or something. Would you shit the bed if you're doing it live? I would absolutely. My sphincter would go from the size of a rubbish tin lid back to a five cent piece. No. Yeah, right. Okay. I think I'd be so nervous. Oh, no, I'd be thinking I'd be too nervous. Is that an Air Force saying or is that what's... <laughs> Do you know what I saw the other day? What? On TV, this guy's showing you how to eat a banana. I meant to show it. <laughs> I meant to send it to you. It was a, um, a YouTube side of the mouth. And he said, this is how you eat a banana. <laughs> and he's eating it sideways. Oh, um, who, who, who was that? Was it like a some homophobic... Yeah, oh yeah, just a like, random thing. Hey, yeah, um, right. Like a TikTok thing or something. Oh, just TikTok, a very short right. random thing. So he's been a dick. TikTok. A TikTok. You are you on TikTok? You're not on TikTok. No, I'm you can hardly TikTok. work Instagram. I want the Chinese stealing my stuff. Yeah. True. That's true. What are you what are they gonna steal there? Right? What are they <laughs> I, I love all the people that are like real worried about China stealing their shit. It's like, mate, what the fuck are you worried about? I've already got everything. <clears throat> yeah, probably. It's They're like back in the 1980s, the Australian government tried to introduce a an identity card, an Australia card. Okay. And it was just a piece of identification for everybody. Every person over 18 would have this Australia card. Yeah. And it, I guess it was like a social security card that the Americans have. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all the tree huggers j- jumped up and down and said, no, they'll be stealing all your information and they'll know everything about you and... They'll, they'll, it's a big brother thing. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So it, it just died a natural death. Yeah, that, I mean, it doesn't really make that much sense, does it? It's like, no. well, I've got that joke about our cousins that I love dearly, but they've gone off the grid. Off and the, the grid, reason yes. I know they've gone off the grid, they invited me to like their Instagram page going <laughs> off grid, <laughs> which is just an oxymoron in its finest, is it? It's, geez, what's going on downstairs? Oh, Emily's doing the dishes. Just keep doing. It. Just keep going. Um, tell her to. Tell her to. We've got a very important. Haven't you soundproofed the podcast room yet? No, I'm doing. Going to do that with the um, proceeds, the the money that we make from our merchandise. Oh, the merch. Yes, mm. merch will be coming 2024. Uh, just saying, I got a an email from our friend Paul. Yeah. Who said that he's on um, side with Beeroy. Of what? We, we need the merch. There's no way I'm putting I'm 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 putting my head on merch. I hate it. I'll do just Teach Yarns podcast in uh writing. I, I was thinking like, you know, the guidelines that like grade ones and twos and all that have, like the like that. And then just Teach Yarns kind of written in uh like kind of kid kid writing. Teach Yarns podcast. Yeah, see, I don't know. It worked for Michael well, Jordan. I'm not put- I'm not putting my head on it. Look at look at Jordan Ayres. Michael Jordan's got his whole body he, on everything. He nah, he didn't. It didn't start like no, that. No, no, it didn't. It, was it went that swoosh. way. 
All right. Well, if we get if we start selling a billion dollars worth of t-shirts, <laughs> I'll put my face on it. Be right. You'll say you're wrong. Also, he's an action like his is an action shot of him dunking the ball. I can do an action shot of me on the microphone. <laughs> on the mic, you, you sitting in the mic. Well, what, half your face cut off because you can't use the camera, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just half, half a head of you sitting down in the corner. I forgot to put the photo up of you the other day with your your. Half the screen was covered by your thongs. <laughs> you keep picking on my little faults. You should yeah. be you should be pumping yeah. my tires up because I'm old. You're doing good. No, I tell you, I tell you, you're doing real good with the um, editing and that sort of oh, stuff. Yeah, it's thanks. great. Don't patronise me now. Keeps you young. No, I, I genuinely, genuine. Uh, that was a genuine compliment. Mm. You do do a great job okay. on the um, on the editing. So tell me, you were supposed to be up here tonight. What's going on? Yeah. Um, so Virgin cancelled my flight like three times right. and I was meant to do a gig at Good Chat and I'm still in Melbourne. Apparently there's a real severe weather um, yeah. floating about Queensland and everything. Just went so through Brisbane, tore Brisbane apart. No, really? Not really, but hail and, hail and stuff. So it was a pretty severe oh, thunderstorm. Well, well, I'm glad I didn't go. It only lasted yeah, half an flying. hour, so it's not like it was yeah. you know, 40 well, days and anyway, 40 I nights. Flying. I hate flying at the best of times, so I'm glad I didn't go. Um, I'm flying in tomorrow morning, and I'm doing my show in Brisbane. If anyone's in Brisbane, come along. I'm doing uh, my teacher show up there, parent-teacher Oh, night. okay. I've changed it from parent-teacher interview to parent-teacher night because parent-teacher interview is going to be the short film, b right. I, I can't a, keep up. Yeah, me neither. Anyway. So that's tomorrow so, night. Uh, yeah, that's tomorrow night in Brisbane. Ah. Did you know we didn't so, even know you were coming up? Yeah, but you don't have Instagram. I, t- I told you I was coming up No, you well. didn't. I told mum. Because your mother got uh, shitty. She said, do you know Ben was coming up? I said, no, why? Ben He's was not. meant to be coming up. She said, well, yes, he is. Well, I was meant to be coming up, but anyway, it's cancelled. All right. Um, anyway, how's your week been? Yeah, good. Um, penultimate week, and yes. it's kind of... It's funny because I've been retired for six years now and I still hang out for the holidays. I don't know whether that's in my blood now or it's part of my DNA or what. Yeah, right. You can just, you're like a, I think we've used the the turtle analogy. You can feel like turtles just know where to go back to. (laughs) Which beach? (laughs) Which beach to go back to. Yeah, similar similar analogy, but. You can feel feel it. (laughs) You can feel it coming. It's the Earth's magnetic field. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but Mate. I, I'm i just kind of bouncing around classes at the moment, giving teachers um, catch-up for their... They, they've given them time back for their missed non-contact. So I'm just spending oh, yeah. you know, an hour in one class, an hour in another class. Bouncing around. pretty cruisy, yeah. Get those non-contact hours back up. Yeah. Um, oh, also got the big me. gig. I'm Santa Claus for the school again this year. Santa mm. Claus? Why'd they give you that? I've done it every year. Because you're jolly. Because I've got charisma. Charisma. And, and I've got, Yeah, okay. And it's just with the preps and the grade ones. And because yeah. I spend so much time there, they, they, I've got these snotty-nosed little prep kids saying, you're Mr. Knight. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. I'm not. It sound like Mr. Knight, but <laughs> Santa's such a creepy concept, aren't he? It is. 
It is like something's only not weird once enough people get on board with it. Yeah. What I was thinking about the other day, like Santa, if you said, hey, I'm going to take my kid down to the shopping mall and he's going to sit on a strange man's lap and whisper in his ear what present he'd mm. like mm. and then he's only going to give it to him if he's been a really good boy and you have to be asleep. <laughs> he's going to sneak in. He's going to sneak into your room and give you a present. Like yeah. that's... Everyone, that, that's like when you just break down what Santa is. That's disgusting. But like we're all, we're all on board with it. Yeah, Everyone I suppose we're all used to it now. So I guess so. It's like all all religion is the same. Something's only weird because enough people. Like Scientology's weird. Yeah. Because enough, there's not enough people. Yeah, true. Because all the religions are different um, lengths of time. They've been around different lengths of time, haven't they? So Christ, well, Christianity yeah. is only two thousand years old. Yeah, so like Scientology will probably be huge in like 2,000 years. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, oh, I don't know. That's just a thought I had, b the other oh, day since stop, you brought up Santa. Stop thinking so deep. Well, it's not really deep. I think it's a, a good... I, the other one I thought that is weird because enough people have done it is Shave for a Cure. Mm. Have I spoken about that on here? I don't think so. Shave, you know, like how you shave mm. your head to raise money for cancer. Yeah. Which it's great, obviously. Mm-hmm. We all we're all on board with it. But I think the first, like the first dude that ever did it, is lucky everyone took it like the right way. <laughs> don't, don't you think? Well, people like, thought they'd right, the piss you, out of him. Well, yeah. If you went on holidays, yeah. right? If you went on holidays and you lost an eyeball, and then you came back to work, and everyone at work was wearing an eye patch, <laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> You would, would you, you wouldn't feel supported, would you? You'd, you'd feel are they fuck it hell? Are they taking the piss out of me? So like, really, all you're doing is repli- replicating someone's hardships. Okay. Like replicate, you're just replicating their symptoms back to them. <laughs> I think that's a funny. I think I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try that as a bit. I think that's funny. Yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> There's something there. There's something weird about shaving it, but we're all on board with yeah, it now. Yeah, true. Everyone thinks it's like, but really, all you're doing is like, because when they go on chemo, you, you're just sh- replicating their symptoms back to them. But if I tried to start motherfucker Mondays for two rats, <laughs> no, no, no one will. Like we should do it. If it's a good idea, it should be a good idea across the board. Like we should, rep- we should replicate everyone's for hardships. Every if incapacity, every. Yeah, every every problem that someone's yeah. got, if you just follow the shave for the cure model, okay, and model it and model and and replicate their symptoms or their hardships back to them. Okay, I'm hearing you. Good point. It's like, all right, we can- <laughs> um, guys, Steve. This will either go really, from- really well, or you'll crash and burn. I think there's. Uh, what about all right? Steve suffers from premature ejaculation, so this Friday we're all going to finish early. <laughs> That's pretty funny, but on Not the way, really. the only rule, the only rule is on the way out, you've got to tell the receptionist that this doesn't normally happen. <laughs> Jesus, I think that's a funny, no. I think that's a funny joke. Nah, that'll work. I reckon. Oh, right, let me you gonna, oh, You're doing your show. Aren't you? You're not. You're going to use oh, I'm a not, good chat. I'm not putting that in the teacher show. I just think that's a funny. I just think that's a funny concept. Yeah, right. But it's hard to make. It's hard to make funny because. Uh, yeah, as soon as you say the C word, everyone sort of pulls back. True. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, give it a try. Hey, 
you could become famous like Bill Burr and, and who's the other one? Um, ben Shapiro. They don't care. <laughs> Go for it. Ben Shapiro's not a comedian. He's a he's a really cranky. Jewish oh, that's boy. right. No, he's the, yeah, that's yeah. right. So who's the who's the one I'm thinking of? He's a right. He's a pretty right wing conservative Jewish bloke. That really talks. Yeah, like that's this. him. Who's the guy really I'm thinking of then? Very smart the comedian. Huh? Who? The comedian I'm thinking of. The guy that got um, Shane Gillis. No, not Shane Gillis. He's, he's, he's he looks like he's Mexican or something. And oh, what's his he name? He Looks Mexican. Ben. And he always takes the mickey out of people because of their race. Don't know. I'll have to look it up. <sighs> I'll th- yeah, yeah, I'll think of it. In a anyway, minute. This, um, is, this is good podcast. Anyway. Oh, yeah, no. I, you know him because you, you told me his name once before and I just completely forgot it. Oh, Andrew Schultz. He, Andrew yeah. Schultz, that's him. <laughs> Andrew Schultz. <laughs> he kind of looks Mexican. <laughs> He's got a moustache. I was, try- fucking I, was trying to think- I was trying to think of a nice way to say it. I mean, that sounding racist. Well, well done. You, you, that, that's, I think that's the most racist way you could describe somebody. He looks pretty Mexican. Just say he had a moustache. If you had to say he has, has a moustache, kind of slicks his hair back. He's white. He's from New York. Anyway, that's for- All right, that's, I'm not going down there. I'm not going down that part. All right. Um, All right. So I want to talk really briefly. There. <laughs> All right, how was your week? Quick, let's get that done with. Oh, my week. I'm just, I'm just flat yeah. out on getting this show ready. So yeah, okay. nothing, nothing really to report. Just, just knuckling down on trying to finish this. I went in uh, to the venue at Stupid Old Studios uh, to try and set everything up. And it's looking very cool. So if you haven't got tickets yet, nice. please buy them because I'm freaking out. Like there's a fair few sold, but like I want it packed. Anyway, okay, <clears throat> that was my week, Vera. Tell me what, what do you got? What do you got to yarn about? So maybe you could give you know, for every three you get one free ticket. Oh fuck me! I should get you on the PR team. That's that's I'm what trying. a revolutionary idea. <laughs> what a <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You're a visionary, do what, they, do what they do what they do for the um, for the the grand finals in bloody Western Australia. The, yeah, when they can't, they just give they just give away a shitload of tickets. Give a shitload of tickets out. Yeah, yeah. When they're doing soccer at Suncorp Stadium. Yeah, and they want they, they wanted to fill it up, so they just gave a whole heap of tickets away. Yeah, I might end up doing that. All right. So what I want to talk about this for this second last one is something's reared its ugly head. And it's kind of buzzing around the place. And it is the fact that in Queensland schools, inclusivity is the new, is the new term, right? Okay. So we want to show how progressive and how inclusive we are. Yeah. So, and I said, well, you know, that's, that's all very well and good. That's, that's okay. But apparently this comes from the fact that the data is showing that in Queensland, our suspensions and expulsions are climbing at an enormous rate. Yeah, but what's that got to do with inclusivity? Stay with me on this. Ah, okay. So when the suspensions and the, and um, expulsions are high, yeah. that makes a school look bad, apparently. Yeah. I don't think it does. I think it makes a school look strong. But <laughs> Does it? 
so more yeah so anyway oh. so it, it is a bad look for the schools and it's a bad look for the department because you've got so many kids suspended that. i don't think i don't think it makes it look strong at all why why a heap of suspensions yeah i don't think it makes it look strong what's the high school do you go to glandra high what happened when kerry emery took over what was there a heap of suspensions he took names Okay. And he gave the kids, you know, he gave them all the counselling and that, but those that didn't toe the line... Started suspending them. So I think... Uh, yeah, I okay. Know, I think what I... he did was there was some, a lot of genuine consequences. Yeah. Um, I think and, suspension... and we just don't have that. So well, what's going to happen... Yeah, but I think and... suspension works if you've got the family support at home. Like, because there's, there's suspensions, there's suspensions mm-hmm. where it's like, all right, you can't be at school, and then the kid goes home and they just get a flogging. Like there's no, yeah. There's no outcome to it. It's just like like because the, I don't know. Like the family dynamics at home, they don't have, they haven't got the emotional intelligence to work through that. It's just like come here, and then they spank their kids, and then the kids just like, well, fuck this. It's not. I know. I think it's a balancing my, act. Just just stay with me on this because I totally agree. Yeah. But we have become so wrapped up in the fact that we are going to look after this child. And we should. Yeah. But we do it to the detriment of a whole heap of other kids. Yeah, I agree with that. Because when we do that, when you don't suspend one of these kids and they are sent back to either spend time at school or um, in an in-school suspension or they're sent straight back into the classroom... Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It yeah. does not work. It looks to me like the department is saying, we need to get these suspension numbers down. And the easiest way to do that is make it more difficult to suspend people. Oh, is that what the inclusivity... The rules... Yeah, so the guidelines for suspension are changing. Yeah, right. And oh, so, that's such a dumb way to fix something. Oh, it, it, it's, it is. It's so it reactionary. Really and it, and it's not... It hasn't been... It's been, never been harder to suspend a student. But that's so, that's not even looking at the root of the problem. It's just like, all right, it's, like, not. it's just all right. Let's make this harder for teachers. They did the same thing with their hospitals, though, because um, we've got this problem with ambulances ramping. So an ambulance has got a, a a patient in the ambulance, yeah, and they get to the hospital, but there's no bed to put them in. Ah, yeah. The ambulance has to sit there and wait. Yeah, and so that happens, and then you get another ambulance. Yeah. And then you got all these ambulances packed up behind them and it's called ramping. Yes, that happened heaps during COVID, I remember. Yeah. yeah exactly. And you you could kind of understand that. Yeah. But one of the solutions that they did put forward was that the the ambulances actually drive around. So they don't actually stay at the um <laughs> so that they're not there. So they're not at the now, okay. I don't know if that one ever got off the ground or not, but I was talking to um a paramedic who said this is one of the ideas that they put forward. So seriously, that's um, so funny. Go for a tough lap down the main street. Yeah, and that way we're not ramping. Yeah, and so to me, this uh, this is making is is going down the same path. But when we include these kids in the school, particularly the really pointy ones, the high end ones, yeah, and we and we tell the world, look how inclusive we are because we're including them in our school, and you don't provide the support to look after that student. Yeah. 
then it just goes downhill and it gets worse and worse. Absolutely. But the the word inclusivity is such a fluffy one anyway. Like inclusivity, mm. that's it can mean so many things. It's behaviour, it's race, it's religion, it's yeah. it's academic levels. That's the there's so many different ways you can cut the pie when you say the word inclusivity. I remember years ago, um, Aunty Bron had a was at a school and they had a a young girl there. I think she was in year six, and she was severely cerebral palsy. Yeah, very like she couldn't speak. She's in a wheelchair, um, and she would come in for three half days a week. Yeah, during those three half days a week, the the department would fund them for a teacher aid for. Um, two of those half days or something. Yeah. Now this child couldn't couldn't toilet herself. She couldn't speak. Yeah. And so, in order for the powers that be to say to everyone, "Look how inclusive we are," she's at a mainstream school. Yeah. That poor teacher was ground into the, you know, because the child couldn't toilet herself. She couldn't could not look look after herself at all, and she belonged in a, in a special school. Now there's this stigma attached to special schools that they're that you know they're not up to scratch. That's absolute garbage. We yeah. we lead the world in in our special schools. How our kids with special needs are catered for. And I know, yeah. um, um, like we've got a couple of them on the Sunshine Coast, and they're bloody brilliant. Well, Absolutely brilliant. It does make sense though. Like, and if you obviously there's a stigma attached with it, but there's schools for everything. There's like. There's special schools that you go to if you're particularly gifted at a certain sport. We've got like, mm. there's schools for like specialist schools with volleyball. There's specialist schools with art. This is just another way to cut the pie. It's like this is academics, and obviously they're not. Be right. I can see you reading your fucking phone again. You're not. I'm not. You're not listening. I can see you fucking. <laughs> this happens every time. At least try and hide it. Put the phone behind the the camera or something. Shut up and keep talking. What was what was I saying? It happens everywhere. We've got special schools for kids who are good at sport. <laughs> you don't do. You just do the, the the typical man thing of when this always happens. It's like, what did I just say? And then you just repeat the last sentence that you took in. You didn't actually. You <laughs> That's weren't. What you, said. you weren't actually taking it all in though. Anyway, yeah, go on. it is. It's yeah. It's all well and good for like the department and everything to go like, yeah, we're super inclusive. But the reality of having a student like that in the classroom is very, very, yeah. very different. It's not going to fix things. It's it's going to make things worse. Teachers are teachers are burning out. We all know that. Teachers are leaving the profession. And when the go, when the, the departments say, oh, we're going to replace those because we've got another. You know, we've lost 300, but we've recruited another 350. Yeah. 300 of those that have gone, 250 of them are going to have a shitload of experience. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? You're not you getting... You can't replace that experience. Yeah. And, you know, when they look at the numbers, it's, not, it's just not going to work. And our correspondence is just full of teachers who are saying, look... It's nice to know that we're not on our own yeah. because everyone around us is telling us that we're the only ones whinging. Yeah. Everyone around us is saying, look, no, everyone else is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not happening. It's happening... No, absolutely not. It's... ...all over the country where, where teachers have just had enough. They're at the end and we keep getting bloody dickhead ex supposed experts saying, 
oh, this is how we're going to fix it. The thing is, we know how to fix it, or we've we, we've spoken about how to fix it. Yeah. It's just take the workload of teachers because it's insane at the moment of what yeah. they need to do. Look, I really think that would work. I really think if you chop the the workload, you know, by a by a quarter. And if we go down this route where, where we're going to have four days a week, they're going to have to do that. Yeah. But if we, if we actually chop the workload down, and it's not so much the workload, because I don't think teachers mind working hard. No. It's when the work that they've got to do is not value-added. Yeah, totally. And they can't see it value-added. Yeah. If you've the, got to go the, and attend 20 meetings, you know, a term. Yeah, yeah. And of those 20 meetings, 15 of them are a crock of shit. Totally, yeah, totally. You know. Oh, how many and meetings have we, we every every teacher sat in a meeting just thinking like why the fuck couldn't this be an email? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's ridiculous. But that's like But that I don't the- I don't see look, I don't know whether it's a policy that, that the department hands down the to schools that says you must have this many meetings a week. Yeah. You must do this, you must do that. Because it, to me it makes no sense. You have a meeting to have a to having a meeting to have a meeting is uh, is absolute bullshit. If you're having a meeting that everyone needs to know about, yeah. then by all means have a meeting. But if this is only relevant to the to the lower school or the middle school or the the specialists or whatever, you know, send them out an email. I think it just it it becomes sort of like a a repetitive pattern of behaviours. Yeah, like a, a meeting. Well, it's Tuesday, so we need to have the meeting. It's like, yeah, you don't do we? Do we actually need to? Yeah, like I've had I've had principals where they've been like, "All right, it'll be a quick meeting. It's ten minutes. We'll get it knocked. Yeah. We'll get it knocked out." And everyone like the morale, the morale is is so much better is. because teachers are trusted to work on their own. Yeah, well, I think that's a, a massive one as well. What the trust? Yeah. yeah. What are you looking at? What are you reading? I'm reading my. What I'm going to say. All right, be right. You got to you got to stay in the moment a little bit. You can't just be. You can't just be. Look at this. Look how. Look at you trying to talk to me when I'm like this. Our listeners can't see this, but it's very off. Try and try and have a conversation with me while I'm doing this. Why would I do that? Yeah, exactly. You don't talk to someone the side of someone's head. You fucking thespian. <laughs> That's all you're worried about is you getting seen on TV, isn't it? What do you mean? I was speaking about that. We saw you on TV the other night. We were watching Landline or the other day. Your mother's watching Landline and they yeah. had a short for what's coming up on the ABC. Oh, um, and White they had Fever. A couple of pictures of you. White Fever. Yeah. White Fever's coming out. That'll be cool. Yeah. Um, anyway. But yeah, I don't know so, what thespian has to do with, with good communication skills, B.R., but anyway. It's got. It's got fuck all to do with that. The same reason it's got nothing to do with me not looking at you when I'm talking. It's not about not looking. It's about in- engaging because I can see you reading your stupid fucking notes off the hey, side. Hey, I can do two things at once. You, a- you absolutely cannot. No one can. Multitasking, <laughs> oh, is a- multitasking is a myth. Right, mate. Well, it's just nice to be part of this conversation, just flowing with it. Not All right, B-Rye's going to say something. I'll add to it. And then you're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, here's the other thing I had to say. 
You are so full of shit. Go on. What, what else did you have to say? Uh, well, this came up in conversation the other day when I was at, um, I went into the school uh, that I work at mm. and me and the principal were yarning. She's the best. She rules. And we were talking about how, and the, the front office lady is one of the most beautiful people I've ever met. Mm. She's so kind and so lovely, but has the darkest sense of humor in the world. Mm. And I think that's what we were talking about a couple of a couple of weeks ago. Like the kindest, caring people, yeah, always have the darkest sense of humour. Yeah. Oh no, you don't want to add to that. You just like yeah, yeah. Oh, where's this going? You told me about it. So, well, no, it doesn't. The, well, give I'm me just, an example. I'm just don't you, friggin' leave I just me hanging. Gave hand. you an example. The lady at the fucking the front of the office. She has the dark sense of an extremely dark sense of humour. She was talking about. Oh, do you want a, a specific? Example of something yes. that she said. Oh, fuck me. We are talking about... Uh, <laughs> I didn't hear about this, but it was the, the lady that killed someone with all the mushrooms in the pie. In the, yeah. I hadn't even heard of that, about that. <laughs> it's in all the news up here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she was talking about one of, the <laughs> one of the parents or something. What was the thing that she served? There was mushrooms. So, but what had happened, yeah, there's what a bit she, of history behind it, it because... A specific dish, though. What, what was the dish? Oh, I don't know. Something with mushrooms in it. All right. Yeah, keep going. But, but she was on the news crying because she said, I've made a horrible mistake and I've killed everybody, but not everybody died. So yeah, yeah, I, think I, it was the, I think it was the husband that survived. And he said, oh, this is the second time this has happened. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's crazy. Yeah. Where was, it? Where was but she? she? went out and she went out and bought a... Um, oh, an air fryer or something to, yeah, to dry the mushrooms, a machine. And then straight after this happened, she dropped, she got rid of it. Yeah, they found it, it in, in the dump. dump. Yeah. Didn't they find it in the so dump? So she's not, she's not really trying to cover her tracks. No, but it's, yeah, anyway. Anyway, she, so the she story was talking goes. About, it was whether it, what, I forget what the dish was that she was talking about. It might have been a mushroom mm. pie or something like that. And there was this parent that she was talking about going on and on. I was like, God, needs a bloody mushroom pie, that one, or something like that, after she, she's just been talking about that. <laughs> Which is so funny because, like, everyone thinks teachers have to be like these, Jesus Christ, what's going on downstairs? Everyone, yeah. everyone has to be like, what the f- fuck are they doing downstairs? Yell at them. Mum, are you home? Can you stop, please? We'll just wait until she's finished. She done? Oh, who would know? Keep going. Yeah. Um, so everyone thinks teachers have to be these shining pillars of light in the, the, yeah. in the society. It's like we are obviously in the classroom, but yeah. like we say all the time, you got to let the steam off. Otherwise, yes. and that's that's every that's every caring. Like Andy, my girlfriend, who's the ICU nurse, the most caring, beautiful, yeah. kind person ever, but darkest sense of humour ever. Well, when you get those those parents, and we all know them, we've all had them, we've all seen them, those parents that you just go, oh, jeez, and you see the child and you start talking about shallow gene pools. Yeah. You know, there's no one in the world you could say that in a... <laughs> Outside the staff room. Oh, no. 
Of course but not. But that's well, exactly what it is. Look what we're working with here. The, the other Seriously? Thing, the other thing is when you say outside the staff room, you've got to also see who's in the staff room because there's also nerd teachers in there. Oh, yeah. That are like, oh, fuck, I can't, <laughs> can't say <laughs> Talk anything. Talk into this buttonhole. Yeah, I can't say anything now. Bloody Trish just walked in. <laughs> fuck me. The old bloody... I know. They'll laugh to sponge. Um, I think a sign of the sign of the times is how many teachers are are going back to four days. Um, yeah, right. Four days a week, yeah. and or how many teachers are taking extended holidays? Mm. You know, yeah. particularly if you if you're not, you know, right at the end of your career and you you got all this long service to use up. Yeah. Teachers are just burnt out. They're, you know, and I'm, I'm very loath to say I see it all the time, but we're getting so much, so many letters now, so many um, emails now saying it's just, like I said before, it's just nice to know that it's not just me. Yeah. Because a lot of teachers aren't game to complain because they're either on a contract or. Yeah, they well, think they're going to be branded as a winger. Look at this frigging podcast. Everyone's like, as soon as you say, hey, do you want to come on and talk about it? They're like, yeah. Oh, oh, shit, no. No way in the world. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, Which is fucking well, wild I'm, that you... It, it's insane that you can't talk about your job on a public platform. And... Oh. At, with if, that's, that's like scary shit that you, you can't be open and honest and have a nuanced conversation about your job with and fear of lo- losing it. That's like fucking communist shit. That's like North Korea. It is. They do that in China. Yeah. But there are people in this system that do not like criticism. Not only do they... It's, and it, But it's, I think it's a sign of the times. You can say what you like as long as I agree with it. Yeah. And if I don't agree with it, you're in trouble. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Yeah. I don't think, um, and I don't think it's going to get better anytime soon. I think it will. It's, I'm optimistic. But I don't know what the right. answer is now because it's going to, the whole thing's going to have to collapse before they start picking it up. Instead of putting these band-aids on that aren't even band-aids, it's kind of like a piece of wet tissue paper they're putting over some of these problems at the moment. Yeah. And there's, they're not solutions. To go back to that inclusivity conversation that we were talking about. Hmm. They've gone very, very, very small for a very, very big subject. Like they've just said, yes. okay, um, this is how we're going to fix it. Uh, it's harder to suspend kids. That's how we're more inclusive. It's like, that's not, that's, yeah. not, that's like one tiny facet of inclusivity. It's like, what do we, does it talk, does that conversation that you saw, Yeah. were they talking about the different, Learning spectrums? Were they talking about the different? Yeah, races no. It was primi- or- primarily about the different disorders. So yeah, right. Um, so if you've got a, a student that has been suspended multiple times, yeah, then they're welcome back into the fold, and by all means, welcome them back into the fold. But for Christ's sake, resource it. Yeah. And I, and again, I say, don't throw a teacher aid at it and say, "This look what we're doing." Yeah, and don't take a full time teacher off class to supervise them to do it. Mm. You know, give them some proper resources. Give um, and and work on it. Don't just because one of the problems at the moment is that these kids are just being babysat. Yeah. To, just to get them through the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you put um, the programs that they're 
giving these students a piecemeal. They're just, you know, they're not value added. Yeah. And that's saying nothing about the teachers because the teachers are doing their bloody best. But when you put somebody in charge of children with specific um, disabilities and, you know, the resources you're putting into that are one teacher and one teacher aid, mm. it's not value added at all. Well, it is. It's very. It's it's very tricky. It's almost like the trolley problem. This yeah. this this is because it's like you sacrifice one kid so the twenty seven other mm. kids can learn. Yeah. Or <laughs> do you? Yeah. Pull the lever or just let it. It's... Well, yeah. Well, you, I mean, society won't let us pull the lever. Yeah. Mind you, a lot of the indigenous community they're doing that left, right, and centre. Oh, you know, they're leaving these poor kids out, to, hanging these poor kids out to dry. Absolutely. I got into this conversation. It was in one of the, the staff rooms. It's about Mel Gibson yeah. and how he, you know, what sort of an actor he was and what have you. And I said, look, I, I, like, I like a lot of the movies that Mel Gibson did. Yeah. Because I'm talking about his anti-Semitism and what have oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, and I said, look, I quite like, I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater because I like a lot of the stuff that he did. Yeah, totally. And like, The Passion of the Christ, it was... Really out there and very brutal, but yeah, it was good. You know, it was I really enjoyed the it. The Pope said and, it is as it was. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but then I then I started thinking about some of his others, and um, and I particularly like his historical movies, like the ones like he, when he did Braveheart, yeah, Braveheart about Axel William Ridge. Wallace. Yeah, yeah, Patriot. But then I started thinking about you know what was my favorite, and my favorite one was. Um, the Patriot. The Patriot, yeah. Yeah, it was a ripper. And I really liked that. And I started to think, you know, what is it about that all I really like? <laughs> yeah. And yes, it's, it, you know, it's historically correct. Um, it's It shows it's true to life. It was pretty brutal. And yeah. I'm into the blood and the guts and what have you. Yeah. I really like that. But then I started to think, hang on, this is the education system. Oh, oh here we go. You've got, yeah, you got, you got to come with me okay. on this journey. So... Remember the scene where they've got the the British soldiers marching towards the French soldiers in the open field? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you've got the officers at the back on the hill saying, right, you guys march forward. Yeah. Yeah. Stand there while they shoot at you. Yeah. And you will have your turn to shoot back. Yeah. Okay. Now, all of these officers had been to military school. Yeah. And so they knew exactly what to do. Yeah. So they're sending in the poor old soldiers with these instructions. This is what you do. Yeah. And the, the number of people that was, were killed were, were enormous. Yeah. The ones that were successful, though, in this, in this army were the, the Indians. Yeah. Because the Indians wouldn't... When the Indians sided with, the, with one side or the other... Yeah. They're not going to stand there and get shot at. They're hiding behind trees and shit. Yeah. They're, they're... But the other ones that were clever were the militia. Yeah, the militia. Yeah. And the militia were the ones that had been in war but had got out and they're civilians. So they're fighting yeah. um, as kind of like as free men. Yeah. They're not standing up just taking what the officers said as gospel and just doing what they're told. Then I started to think this is very similar to the education system because we've got all these leaders with all the, the, the degrees and super degrees and yeah. that haven't actually fired a gun in 20 you know, years. Yeah. Telling these soldiers what to do, yeah. And when the soldiers don't succeed, it's the soldiers that didn't weren't brave enough. Oh. Can you remember that part? Yeah, anyway. absolutely. Yeah, it's. A, I know, so, I'm liking this metaphor, Bear. I keep going. Anyway, 
there's another part in there where they've captured some of his men, and he's having a meeting with oh this the big dog, yeah, the General big... Cornwallis, yeah, the, the big dude, yeah. And this guy is, you know, he's he's a very clever general, yeah, but he's really got no grasp of of reality and of what of what's actually going on. Yes, <laughs> don't take this as the way we're going to fix it. Yeah, the general says you're not playing by the rules. And that's not the way to run this system, yeah. which is what we've got our hierarchy saying. And Mel Gibson says to him, you keep doing what you're doing. We're going to shoot the officers at, every, at the outset of every skirmish. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean we need to go around shooting all our, our officers. <laughs> this is getting pretty dark. Maybe just, maybe just move them on somewhere Yeah. and get some people who have actually done the job. All right. So... I mean, you're kind I, of I couldn't help thinking that. when I'm watching it. I you, never realised why I liked the Patriots so much. I thought, well, maybe there's the blood and the gore. You, you kind of lost and me. And I'm thinking, hang on, this is exactly how it works. Yeah, the, the big dog's got... Well, I think you, you can cut and paste that with any people in positions of power that are sort of making all the other people do the, do the work. But yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, you kind of lost me at the end with the, <laughs> the metaphor with the <laughs> shooting the, shooting, shooting. <laughs> shooting the officers. <laughs> What do you think? Well, that's how. Do you think, that, do you think podcast uh, the the teaching arms podcast is like the militia bear? Right? We're, the, we're we're like Mel Gibson. We're the militia. That's I think that's how you picture. I'm not going to shoot anything. But this is how they said. This is how. Look, we're going to we're shooting and running away. Look at us go. Maybe. Yeah, we're the we're the militia. Oh, no. We're the <laughs> we're the militia. We're the we're the militia yeah. of, so of, that, of teachers. That's why I like it, but. Um, they did the same thing at Gallipoli with the British officers sending the Australian troops over the oh yeah the hill yeah and, and so like, like, you, we got shot last time yeah we'll do it again is that another Mel Gibson movie be right no that wasn't that was a yeah yeah Mel Mel Gibson was in Gallipoli no he was too that's right yeah young yeah. Mel Gibson yeah anyway so I I don't know I don't know what the answer is but um, well I do know what the answer is again but nobody's going to listen to me go on get your sum it up give us what's the answer. No, I've told, I've yeah, told we've you what the answer is pretty much every week. Yeah. Start talking yeah. to the teachers. Ask the teachers how to fix this shit fight. Yeah. But can you Because I guarantee you there are teachers out there now who can fix it, who know how to get this thing back on its wheels. Yeah, totally. But they're going, but they won't they're be leaving. here forever. Yeah, they're leaving in droves, yeah. 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 Can you stop flicking your phone case? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's starting to sound like a broken record. But anyway, the, the holidays are coming, B.R.I. Yeah. Big, do you know what I was thinking the other day as well? Education probably won't look the same. I know there's been a whole heap of memes and conversations about how the world has changed so significantly, but the education system has stayed the same for so mm. long. Like in rows, it doesn't have to be in rows now, but like, you know, in rows, uh, you start, the bell starts, it's the yeah. bell finishes. It like very much mimicked industrial life, mm-hmm. and we've been stuck in that rut for ages. Yeah. School, I think, is and education in general is changing a lot in the sense of everything's online now. Yeah. Once you can read, yeah. you can pretty much teach yourself anything. And then it's going to be interesting with with Elon Musk's Starlink, which is the new. He's just going to bring internet to the rest of the world, yeah. Which will be incredible if you've got. Imagine having the whole of humanity with access to the internet. 
mm. and teach it. Like there's there's all these all these stories of like um, an African African kid that worked out how to make a windmill and and, and brought water to the, his his community and things like that. That's a great story. And then yeah, that's a beautiful story. We should end with mm. a nice story like that. Every everyone, yeah. every podcast. And then you've got on top of that AI, which is just gonna. Mm. God knows where that's gone. Yeah. But I think that's good. I think AI and chat GPT is very much, I think that's the biggest change. And I would love to chat to someone who knows more about artificial intelligence because I, I honestly think chat GPT and artificial intelligence is going to, it's going to revolutionize everything, but in particular oh, education. Absolutely. Like we've just seen those SAG strikes with the a- actors mm. and writers and their rights, like the, yeah. it's going to be the same thing in education. It's going to change everything. Well, this is what happened with the Industrial Revolution. Yeah. You know, in, in order to plough a field, you needed 10 people yeah. until you got a tractor. Yeah. Then you only needed one person. Yeah. So the Industrial Revolution was, was brutal, but then the Electronic Revolution was even worse. Yeah, so, right. you know, the robotics, yeah. with all the robotics and that, because you don't need... 10 people now to build a car in a factory yeah in a factory yeah now you need now you need one no, three robots well hopefully it just keeps yeah it just keeps going and life gets better for everybody well that was the whole purpose of it was to give people more free time yeah well so in the industrial revolution it gave people more free time to do this then the the um robotics there's a book that out oh, years and years and years ago i read it and it was by um um, a guy called Barry, used to be a politician, can't think of his name now, um, but he was a very clever man. He, it was called Sleepers Wake. Yeah. And it's all about that, about how, you know, life's going to change. When all this stuff comes in, mm. life's going to change. And yeah. we think it's going to change for the better, but it won't necessarily change for the better. And you're not going to know how it's going to work out until... Yeah. You know, and, until it actually happens. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so. It's interesting. Right. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, it's late, Bear I know. Let's cut this one short. All right. I've got to go um, do some more work. We've got one more to do. and One more. I think, yeah, Christmas episode. Christmas, yes. Start thinking about the best Christmas presents you've got. <laughs> oh, yes, Christmas presents. Or the worst. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right, mate. Um, um, so keep writing in teacheryarns at gmail.com teacheryarns on Facebook and teacheryarns on Instagram <laughs> I, feel, I don't know if this is reflective of the end of the year as well but like I feel like your energy and my energy in this one as well is very like ah, we're almost at the end <laughs> well it is I, you know, I like I said I still look forward to the holidays yeah totally and if I mean if we were serious about this we'd be working through the holidays like all good teachers do yeah absolutely no but <laughs> Absolutely not. We need a te- we need our holidays, like all good we teachers. Do. Yeah. Anyway. All right. All right, mate. Well, um, well, one more to go, and we won't see you before the last week. No. So I won't see you until Christmas, probably. No. So I'll be in Brisbane. Right. I'll be in Brisbane, though. Oh, well, this. Oh, this will have already come out. Don't worry about it. I'm doing Brisbane. If when this comes out, the show you would have missed it. It was just. <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, it was yes last night when this comes out. It was, was Friday, it was, last was it? Night. Yeah. Thursday night. It comes out Friday morning. Okay. So, yeah, the show was last night. 
<laughs> so I don't know why I was plugging it before, but it was right. fantastic. Oh my god, you should have been there! Wow, <laughs> the reviews were amazing. Ah, yeah. oh, dear, oh dear, wow, what a tr- what a time. Anyway, uh, but if you're right. in Melbourne, December 15 and 16, please jump online trybooking.com. It's called Parent Teacher Night, Ben Night. Buy some tickets. Come along. It's going to be an awesome end of year party. All right, we'll do that. Great. All right, mate. All right. Love you. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye. Bye.